Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. I wouldn't say we fell in love right away. I think we were, as they call it in the biz, trauma bonding. And then after eight years of being insufferably sober, I started drinking again. Addicts tend to be rather sensitive people. Aren't you Mark Maron? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, what happened to you? Hey, you guys, you're listening to Recover Girl. It's a podcast about addiction and recovery. And today I am going to give you one of the episodes from my live show, Hammered Time. It's a very funny show that takes place uh, every other month here in Los Angeles. Also, what do I want to tell you? Uh, I'm really grateful you listen to this show. If you listen and you want to let me know, because right now I am standing in my bedroom with two mics in my pajamas, dirty bed. I mean, not dirty, not made. We're supposed to be making our beds every morning. That's supposed to give you self-esteem. By the way, I've never really subscribed to that. I have never gotten self-esteem from making my bed. But that reminds me, I do have other happiness hacks. I have tricks for accessing instant joy. And that's because, I don't know about you, but I feel things real deeply. And I don't think it's that I feel any worse or have felt any worse than anyone else in my life. It's just that I feel things. I, As my friend says, I just prioritize my feelings so much. Like right now, I'm hearing my phone ring in the background. I'm having all these feelings about who's calling me. Is this distracting? Should I stop this? Anyway, my point is I wrote a cheat sheet. It is my guide to happiness hacks. Um, I started to write this. I was like, I'm going to write a cheat sheet cheat free cheat sheet to give away. Instead, it ended up being this unruly 30-page document. I cut it down. I think it's only seven of my tricks in there, but they're good tricks. They are for when you are not feeling right and you want to escape it and you have no idea what to do. So go to AnnaDavidCoaching.com and that can be yours. Now, I'm going to introduce the person you're going to hear performing in my live show. She was new to the show. I really loved her. She came recommended by previous regular performer, Bucky Sinister. I'm going to read you a little bit about what, how she describes herself. Jessica Seeley is a deeply weird human being and stand-up comedian. She's performed at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, SF Sketch Fest. She was described by Bitch Magazine as a hilarious and talented queer woman. Here she is, Jessica Seely. All right. I am, uh, I'm glad to be here tonight because I was at home alone watching Game of Thrones. And I don't know if you guys know that. You can't watch that. It's like way too graphic and dark. It's upsetting. How do you sleep at night? I'm disturbed. Um, so I am uh, three years sober. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh, stop it. So um, I'm sure uh, that there's a lot of you here that I'm superior to um, because of that. <laughs> but I'm really glad to be here to tell this story because it's, uh, I, you know, it's all, cra it's craziness. You know, obviously I drank
like telling me things when I was drunk, like, Jessica, you know, you should kill yourself now while you're drunk because sober Jessica will never do it. <laughs> and then like, luckily it's next thought would be like, well, Taco Bell's open. So, uh, not, it wasn't all bad all the time, you know, sometimes it worked out for me. Like one time I came to and I was in the middle of a lesbian orgy and I, f I felt like that was fine. That was a fine place to be. Um, so, but I'm going to tell this story. It's kind of just a, it's just one of those weird nights, um, that it has a lot of good twists and turns. Um, you never know what's going to happen. And, uh, let me just, uh, you know, set the scene for you a little bit. I'm living in San Francisco. Well, okay, actually I'm living in Oakland, but in the process of getting kicked out of a lesbian house uh, for dating a man who, um, in my defense was self-identified as the fastest drummer in Oakland. So you guys get it, you know, the f really fast <laughs> drumming, okay. Anyway, so I'm drinking a lot, I'm doing drugs. Um, I'm working at this restaurant um, with other alcoholics who also happen to work at a restaurant, which happens. Um, but we would go out and the night would always start very classy and we'd go to a really fancy bar and we'd order something really fancy and talk about what in the restaurant it pairs with as if you know we're not gonna go in the bathroom and then drink nail polish. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> so, you guys, just so you, you know, this story ends up with me alive. So, um, so this is one of those nights I'm going out with my coworkers and we start having a classy drink and then I'm just gone and they're, they're gone. I have no idea where they went. I'm talking to some French doctors, um, and, and it's so much better in France having that conversation at the bar. And then, um, I remember I was like totally, you know, hammered. And uh, I sat down with this guy who, I was so drunk that he was just a silhouette, like a huge, this was his silhouette, just like no neck, just cartoon, cartoon of a thug or whatever. And he's like this big guy. And I was like, hi, I'm Jessica. And, um, and he was like, oh, I'm Dennis. His name was Dennis. Um, and, uh, and I was like, what do you do? And then he was like, I am a debt collector for the mob. And I was like, cool, do you like pasta? Cause you're Italian. And then, um, and then he was like, yes, um, I do. And I know the perfect pasta hangout for us mobsters. Um, and uh, I was like, oh my God, we're about to go to this like really classy, really underground place. And then, so, what happens is I say, yeah, let's go. So I get in his white cargo van, <laughs> which in my defense, he did say free pasta was involved. So I might even just do that now. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so I get in his white cargo van and then he's like, and then he flashes me his um, huge wad of cash and uh, his gun, he's got a little, you know, one, I don't know my guns, but it was one of these. And uh, I just remember think, I just remember thinking like, like, you know, I don't usually get to feel this hot. Like 
that someone would actually show me their gun and their cash. Like, that's like, do you guys know what I mean by that? Yeah, okay, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so then, okay, this is, okay, then he drives me to the pasta place, which is in Fisherman's Wharf. <laughs> and uh, for those of you that don't know, that's like what neighborhood, there's no... Fisherman's Wharf? All right, let's not fight about this right now. It's, it's where the Rainforest Cafe is in the Madame Trusa, whatever, the wax, yeah. Okay, so touristy, and uh, so not that cool, but then it's like this big empty bar, and um, it's just like this big restaurant, no one's there, it's 2 a.m., and then there's a bar in the back, and uh, just a bunch of girls sitting at the bar, I guess all the mob girlfriends, and then, um, and then the bartender, and he's got like a, vex, uh, a vest and a wax mustache, and I go and I sit down, and Dennis sits me down, I order seafood linguine, and, um, and then, I guess the reason I can remember all this is because, as I told you, I was drinking really nice alcohol that night. So, um, so I'm sitting at the bar, and then Dennis, um, my mob boyfriend, is like, hey, so I got to go, like, work for a bit, but I'll be right back. So, I don't know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and um, so then I'm sitting at this bar, and then, and then I'm eating my seafood linguine, and everyone's like, how's it going? And then I immediately started sobbing. And I was just like, not everybody gets pasta. Not everyone in the world gets pasta. And then I start going into these statistics. You know, I'm like, 50% of the world is living in abject poverty. I'm crying. I'm sure I told some statistics that aren't true. But, you know, and then the bartender was like, um, I'm sorry, you're gonna, can you stop? You're bumming, you're bumming everyone out here. And I was like, you will not silence this truth. Um, you know, so I'm crying and I'm crying. I keep going with that whole, I'm the only one that understands the world and it's suffering. And then Dennis comes back and he's like, oh my God, this is a mess. Um, so then he takes me outside and puts me in a cab um, to Oakland, which is big money, right? From San Francisco, from Fisherman's Wharf. Um, so then he pays the, you know, the driver this big wad of cash and I'm like thanks Dennis let me you know and then I was like do you want my number <laughs> he was he was like no um, so then I then I'm in this cab and I'm still crying and I tell the cab driver like nobody even understands the poverty they were all telling me that I was being a bummer but they don't even know they just you know sit there and eat their pasta like nothing's going on and then the cab driver looks at me in the rearview mirror and he says, Jessica, you are a genius. And you see what other people cannot see. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. And then, um, and then I started crying about poverty. And he's like, he's like, only you know the truth. This is in my mind what happened. I think it did mostly though. But so then I started crying about the fastest drummer in Oakland and I'm like, you know, he drums really fast, but he's cheating on me and then I had chlamydia and all this stuff. <laughs> and then um and then he told me this and I remember this cuz I wrote it down in the cab 
It, see, it says, it, he said, uh, Jessica, love means land of sorrow, ocean of tears, valley of death, end of life. And I was like, yes, I know. So that's actually the end of my story. <laughs> um, land of sorrow, ocean of tears, valley of death, end of life. Jessica Seeley, thank you. <laughs> Um, I don't know uh, what the moral is to that story, except, like, I just know that, like, you never get that kind of experience in an Uber. You know, that's like, that's why you got to support the unions. Um, okay, so I'm actually going to bring up your next performer. Thanks for having me. Um,